The Shredder has a news for you. Shut it. Doing it. Today sucks. Recording. They call me Mr. Glass. You know, you're bitch slapping women in a in a subway. That's like that's New York City. The logo. Oh, I'm in New York City. We bitch slap bitches in a subway. Ninja Very Austin Powers. They were looking for a Home Alone 2 type of oh, heist. Fuck me. Straight up to the moon. <laughs> it's recording. Oh, all right. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Almost Nerds podcast. It's your host, Kareem and Ben, and with us today is special guest, Diego Garcia. Yay! How you doing? I am doing, I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me so much. I'm excited. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Of course, of course. And it's my first time meeting you, so it helps. We all you know, get together 20 minutes before and master <laughs> together. So that was a, that's nice, the, a great way to get to know all of you. You're right, and it's right. the best. It is the best. I'm it's telling chemistry, you. Chemistry. It's team building. Right. That's what we're about. There you go. There you go. All right. Before we jump into it, Diego, tell us about anything you got going on. Any projects, any anything, plug, promote, whatever you need to do, man. Oh, shoot. I don't really have a ton going on. Ben and I met. We used to do uh, stand-up together. Ben still does, but I haven't in a bit. So, I don't know. Next time Comic-Con or Fan Fusion or whatever the hell they're calling it now comes to Phoenix, uh, I'll be doing that with Ben probably. Nice, so, man. Which is presumptive. Ben, you know, Ben might oh, be like, no. this is know. the last time I'm having that son of a bitch on. But, no, you know. not at all. You, you know that I love having you on there. And I, those shows are my favorite time of the year. Like I said, if you have any nerd jokes, Kareem, like they hit a thousand percent at that show. Like everybody yeah. gets that joke. It's so great. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. do have quite a few nerd jokes. So being uh, Arizona based, both of you guys, on, how far are you from the San Diego Comic Con? Like the big, the big one. Have you, you geographically? I know that, like for me on the East Coast, I'm like, oh, that's all you guys are on the West Coast. But I literally, like, I mean, I don't know how far you guys are from actual San Diego. Was it like eight hours? Oh shit, Maybe. you're not close at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> six, seven hours or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? never mind. Yeah, because I yeah. had a friend who, her and her husband, she, her husband was in the uh, Navy. They were stationed out in San Diego, and she actually like scored raff, like somehow raffled and got tickets to the Comic Con out there, and it looked amazing. Like, yeah, crazy movie quality costumes. People just walking around that aren't even part of it. Like they're just <laughs> in there in straight stormtrooper outfits and stuff. Yeah. yeah so fun story. Uh, because I do the ones that phoenix comic-con i got in touch with the people for san diego comic-con but it's harder because like they want you to be like more family friendly so like at the phoenix comic-con we can like have a we can say it's an adult show and so yeah. i mean there's no kids and we can just curse and have fun but uh san diego comic-con is like yeah it has to be pg-13 and i'm like uh... crap i don't even have a pg-13 video i can send them but like the person <laughs> who i contacted before was like really cool but they're like we normally don't have people outside but like still submit anyway and see and like she was really communicative and so I'm gonna try again for because for that and also New York Comic Con, um, yeah, that one's hard to get into. Like I can't ever get anybody to like re- reply to me to ask because like I figure like it was if we can get tickets to Comic Con and perform there, like I know all of my friends who'd want to go would just go and figure out how to pay to stay there just so we can yeah. perform at Comic Con and get to go in for free. So that would be yeah a, yeah. a nerd based. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be really cool. I'm trying to think of, of like nerd based comics. Um, who's who's the guy that does all the voiceover work? Um, little short guy. He was on Parks and Rec and a million other fucking things. Um, I can't think of his name right now. I'm thinking of Ben Schwartz, but I don't think he does voiceover stuff. 
Ben Schwartz. No, not Ben Schwartz. The fuck? Why can't his wife? His wife passed away, which is really sad. And then he did like a stand-up thing about it. Oh, Pat um, Oswalt. Pat Oswalt. Yeah, Pat yeah. Oswalt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, I don't know why that blanked on me. But, I don't know yeah, why he... the wife passing away is what caused us both to remember it. <laughs> me too, actually. Everybody. Yep. Me too. His wife died. Oh yeah, Pat Oswalt. <laughs> yeah. My fault, buddy. Rest in peace. <laughs> Yep, rest in peace to Pat Oswalt's wife. But yeah, he does a lot of actual nerd jokes. He's really funny. He mixes yeah. that into his his sets and everything. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Uh, I forget. There's this one like taller white guy, balding, like he's like a I mean, he's a ginger, but he's wear glasses and like he talks a certain way. Like I know he's been on, like he always plays like the nerd role, like on TV shows. But I can't yeah. remember his name. Uh, I have to look it up. I'll look it up while yeah. we're talking. Yeah. I yeah, think we're... at Phoenix Comic Con one year, and this was a while ago, like a few years ago. I think it's, I could be wrong, but I thought I saw something where like there was a couple. There's always a couple of like comedy shows going on, and I think mm-hmm. maybe you had to pay for it or something. I don't remember, but I think it was and it was before he got all before he, before he blew up and started acting in like blockbusters and stuff. But Kumel Nanjiani, I'm pretty oh, sure, shit. yeah, did something for Phoenix oh, Comic Con, cool. like yeah. A long time. I could be wrong, but it was years ago. Oh, that'd be I remember awesome. Thinking like, damn, I would have, like, fuck us. I'd go see right? him. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for real. I think yeah. it was the year they had us on like Thursday night at like ten thirty in a broom closet, like the first year we did. Yeah, uh-huh, I remember that. <laughs> uh, I think that was that was the year that was the year I saw that he was doing something or other. But uh... <laughs> and surprisingly, that show we still had a good turnout. Oh, we had a great yeah. That yeah. one was great. That 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 first show was really really awesome. We had yeah. no idea what to expect, and you know, I because I, Ben and I have both done shows where it's like, did you ever do the state fair show? No, I. I <laughs> oh god, <laughs> what a fuck! The way that was sold to us and what safe we were for Ben to do that in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we we were literally in like a tent in between like the other vendors. Like that's where the show was. We were mm-hmm. a vendor at the state fair, essentially doing comedy as people are getting like swords and like kettle corn and shit yeah. to either side of us. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But, uh, yeah, yeah, that, funnel cake. <laughs> so we've done some weird shows and some weird locations. So with the comic-con one, I wasn't, we weren't sure what to expect, but it was, yeah. it was, awesome and every year since we've had a, a good crowd an actual stage with a microphone like yeah you know the amount of shows we've done with no stage and no microphone and stuff it's just you know yeah so, oh, oh go ahead no 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 go ahead. yeah go ahead i was gonna say the only complaint i have about the shows now is that before our first like couple of shows uh because it was like a conference room every person every comedian had a mic in front of them and so like somebody would just make a random comment in the middle of the, the, the someone else's set and it would like kind of like add like extra to the show because yeah. like a lot a lot of the comedians like met for the first time we have some people who are repeat customers and whatnot but like a lot of comedians haven't heard their stuff and like you'll just hear like a random like someone tag something to the joke or they'll like you know just comment or just laugh and it made it awesome and now they like actually treat them like comedy shows <laughs> so so like we actually have like a wireless mic and stuff like that and like ah oh, give me back the the cool old days when we had yeah, the, the panel oh, and they the had us as panel panels stuff. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah i would imagine that'd be like a really fun crowd because it, it's it's a very i would think a different crowd than what's normally going to a comedy show because i mean they're obviously they're there for comic-con and stuff but then they're also seeing comedy so mm-hmm. i think their expectations mm-hmm. are going to be different where they're just they don't really they might not even really know what to expect at a comedy show maybe some of these people never been to one but oh you yeah know, yeah and then it, I mean, I've I've been at Comic Cons where I'm like, you know, dressed up like Chewbacca and shit. So like, people, mm-hmm. their inhibitions are probably not like, you know, they're not so uptight. They're ready just to yeah. have a good time. So it must be a great crowd. Oh, totally. Yeah, and and like, it's the only crowd I've ever seen. Where you, like, they're cool with doing crowd work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like these people spent out countless hours and had to rent storage spaces, whatever, for like their costume with all the, all everything they have attached to it. And for someone to just acknowledge it, that's like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got to have trouble reining them back in. They're like, all right, buddy, you're not yeah. <laughs> part of the show anymore. Like, let's keep it moving. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, they're good. They're good crowds. They're all, they've all, it's never been anyone like I've done stand up shows where it's just, you've seen people and it's just like, why are you, here like yeah. at yeah. a you know at, at a comedy show if you're just gonna sit there and like be stone-faced the whole time yeah right? mm-hmm. so comic-con yeah. is usually they're there i think that they, yeah they're there to have fun and then it's yeah it's it's always been great crowds i've never yep. had a, never did a bad one yeah same here um so we we jumped into to star wars finally busted yeah. busted the star wars nut and i'm super excited about that but before we get into Star Wars, we'll still stay in the realm of science. I just had an article that I read, and I kind of want to get your guys' take on it. It's a science article. Okay. And it's fucking incredible. Insanely incredible. So there was a group of mice, and the scientists gave, found ways to change their genetic markers. I think they called them epigenetic markers, which are you know your normal genes. And as you age, you get these markers on them, which are kind of like, I don't know, fucking like liver spots on old people but on your genes and so it kind of makes you older and it records your you living and your your skin breaks down you get whatever decrease in bone density all things that go along with it and they found a way to inject something into the mice to reverse that to get the mice to actually show um you know the ability to heal faster like they did when they were younger the ability to kind of basically benjamin button these mics um, wow which is incredible and i was just um pretty amazed that they're then they're looking to obviously do this for people but that's going to be more i i just the way i imagine this happening and i don't know but you guys are just here now it's like that's going to be like cosmetics that's that's going to be like you want a nice nose like your insurance isn't paying to reverse you fucking getting old yeah like they kind of just want you to die so they can get you off of the dime of the insurance company so <laughs> but, yeah. but it's crazy like they're actually reversing the age of mice yeah. like a 15 month old <clears throat> mouse is like actually 50 in human years which kind of sucks for mice but they're yeah. mice, so i don't think they care too much <laughs> but, but yeah that, that was what i read that was what i read so i mean that's crazy it reminds me there's that movie in time with justin timberlake where everybody stops aging at 25 and time is the currency. So up until Mm -hmm. that point, everybody gets a free year up until I think they're, I want to say it's their 25th birthday. So technically they should live to 50 without having to work. And then from then on, like, you know, everything, but everything is time is a currency. So like, you know, you want to look for bread, that's time versus like, you know, money. And right. But that was the same thing as like, I guess they figured out how to stop the aging process at 25. And so, 
Yeah. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Oh, that, that's that's great. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna work until I'm like I don't know. Like they, they keep pushing back the age of social security, man. We're all working until we're gonna be seventy, probably <laughs> yeah. longer than that. And right. then you can't do shit. You can't no. do. I I work with old people. Like you, you, a very small window of time where you can actually do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just in the house watching fucking Kathy and Hoda or whatever the fuck. And then that's it. You're just waiting <laughs> to check out from there. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to like reverse age because you still got to keep working. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like they're going to let you take social security and all that stuff when you hit till when you hit like 65 or 70 or anything. So <laughs> you would still, I, like, I, 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 I'll die to stop working. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't no, want to keep, amen. I don't want to keep like, if I'm like 120 and I'm still, <laughs> I'm still working with like high school students and stuff and working <laughs> education. So it's just like, I'll, I'll eat a bullet if that's the only way to get out. To get out, just like you know. So, yeah, that's the other thing. Do we want to keep doing this right now? Like, I mean, it's a cool discovery, but just, I mean, <laughs> we keep going on we, with this. We've already yeah. had this discussion. I'd like to make it to three hundred because I'm just super, yeah. super nerd and would love to see what technology looks like right then at that point. But be super disappointed when it's like, oh, this is the same shit that was three hundred years ago. Nothing has changed, and I'll be really disappointed. Yeah, Diego's with me. Do you mean Diego on the same level here? Yeah. No, I don't want to. Yeah, because I I just want to stop working. That's that's the 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 basis of it. It's just like you know, I don't need to pay for tech. You know, to live to see technological advancements. Yeah. That I that'll that'll just that'll just get old. Like things are no longer interesting anymore as every new technological advancement comes out. You know. It is wild how quickly things get old because I'm on my cell phone and I'm like, it's my guitar tuner. I'm cha- my it's my Roku controller. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like watching the movie on TV that I'm also reading things at the same time. And I'm just like fucking sitting on my couch farting and I don't really give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm the complete opposite. Like I'm sitting here like, this is insane. Like you guys don't understand how cool this stuff is but i'm like that same nerd that's like watching like how it's made on the discovery channel because i'm just excited like oh i did not know that is how you make a baseball bat look at that look at that <laughs> like that's just that's just how i am all the time so yeah that's no that, that's good that's a good thing but have you seen how's it made the when they make candy or like yeah, candy canes love that it. Shit is, yeah that's the most satisfying thing to watch in the world is mm-hmm. making candy on that show I like watching the automations of how they make like processed food and stuff. Like I watched a whole thing on how it's made of how they make sandwich cookies. Yeah. And it was just like, I cannot believe anyone eats these. Like you see all like, they just spray like the, the, the orange ones with the peanut butter in between the orange crackers, and the peanut butter, they mm-hmm. just spray orange food coloring on like, yeah. On a cracker recipe. Oh, there's no cheat. It's just because it's like a brownish color. Like, and it just goes to, and it's just this mist, this orange mist coming down. I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. The thing, too, that people don't, you have to realize, too, about though, of living forever is people are still going to have kids and like babies and stuff like that. So you still got to deal with like, and again, you get this from working with high schoolers. You have people who are just could give a shit less how cool things were when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I watched the thing. I, I saw uh, John Carpenter's The Thing as a kid, and I loved it. It's one of my favorite movies still to this day. 
And I, I, I watched it with a friend and I was just like, man, you, when you see the effects, you're going to be blown away. Like this was made way, you know, this was made in, in I think it was the seventies or the eighties. And it, this is, you know, it's, oh, it was ahead of its time and everything. He's like, looks like shit. <laughs> I was like, you don't understand like how awesome that was as a kid to see, you know, where they go to defibrillate the guy and the chest opens up and he eats and it's just like, <laughs> it's like, this looks horrible. I'm like, man, shut up. Like, you don't understand, you know? So we're just, you just have to deal with that, Ben, for 300 years. Is that what you want? Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it <laughs> because I'm going to say it looks like shit, but at the same time, how excited were you for He-Man? Because I'm just saying like, I, I, the He-Man movie is the one for me. That and Back to the Future. And watching Back to the Future, that one still is like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. Like, they, they did a pretty good job of Back to the Future. Like, you can't really, like, I'm still like, how did they do the flying car? I'm really curious about, like, the scenes. Not when they're inside the car, but the actual outside mm-hmm. scenes. But then, like, uh, like He-Man. I don't know if you remember Masters of the Universe, but Homeboy's almost on a hoverboard type thing. And, yeah. and there's Gwildor, and he's playing a little like key keyboard thing with Bob Jigger. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I will, I will be fine with like back in my day, people <laughs> appreciated stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. That's true. That's true. What's the attention span going to be 300 years from now? Because I think it's like eight seconds now. Dude, like fucking I, like people's like, I, I, what is it? Like, what are the jokes going to be? Because, like, people fucking, you, like, you, you know, stand up comedians, like, you guys, you're putting together sets for 20 minutes. You're putting, you know, and then you get up and you do it for an hour. And now it's like some dumb TikTok video where it's like, my wife says this. And then they point at something and then they're like, but I want to have beers with the boys. And then that's the whole video. And it has like 3 million likes. And I'm like, that's not what the fuck. It's, I don't know. Dude, Where, where's this heading? Where's it all heading? Somebody... Back to Vine. Back to Vine. Six seconds. That's what yep. it's going to yeah. be. We're going to go back, you know? Yep. Somebody told me, I, I did a show last night, and someone told me that um, I needed to trim the fat of my jokes, but all my jokes are stories. So everything I'm saying is being said on purpose. Like there's yeah. sometimes where like I'm like maybe stutter on a word because like I'm like still in the moment, but like. I, everything I'm getting to is all purposely said. So I'm just kind of like, I always like when I hear a comedian, give me advice. And like, it's something that I'm kind of like, there's sometimes you'll get good advice. Other times you'll get advice. You're like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate it. Ha. And you just kind of laugh it off. You think yourself like, bro, like this is, I, I know I, I got this. Like, I understand like I, the whole purpose I'm taking a long time is the setup for the joke. Like you, you do the joke, you have a couple of smaller ones here, but he's like, yeah, people have a short attention span. It was like, but if you have a good story, people are hanging on to that story because they want to see where the story is going. As right. like in most of my jokes, I have a decent story. So people are following along. Like, I don't think I've lost anybody in any of my stories yet. So, but maybe, maybe it's, it's like, you know, he's trying to get in your head. Like, I don't know. Figure skaters. Like, Oh, that was like a great spin you did, but like your love handle moved a little bit and then they just walk away from the person. <laughs> and then it just like, then that's all they can think about when they uh-huh. their spin, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Shit. Whatever. All I right. had someone at a stand up sh- at a stand up show. I did, you know, fairly. I thought I did fine. You know, I got a good amount of laughs and everything. I come to the back. Everyone's like, oh, good set. Everything. Someone goes, good set. Yeah, it's tough sometimes. Those harder crowds, you know, and then they walked away. I'm like, did I do <laughs> yeah, bad? Like, it's just right? like, maybe it's just fucking with me, you know, <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, tough crowd sometimes, you know, you just got to work through it. And I was like, well, I thought I did well until you said something. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did I so not see the same show? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm confused now. 
you know, no, they, that, that's a that's a thing. That's definitely mm-hmm. thing. Because, like I said, I only, I when I, I only was ever an open micer, but when I did open mic, there was one dude, and no matter how it went that night, would always say that to me every single time I got off. Every time he'd come up to me and he'd just be like, "Hey, yeah, tough crowd tonight, huh?" Every <laughs> single time. <laughs> and sometimes it would like not be great, but there because there's four people there, and like three of them didn't know where they were, and you know, yeah. I'm like yeah, of course I, they're all drunk, but that's you know. But he'd say it to me every time. I think he's trying to get in my head. Nice. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's 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 start with uh. Did did we uh do the you know, the five the five word summary for yes. uh, Force Awakens? All right. It did. And do you want to kick it off this I, time? I, I sure will. All I didn't right. get to finish the movie, but I did get to give my five word summary. My five word summary is white oppression saved by force. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll go and then we'll let Diego go. Sure. So mine was uh missionary sex is still sex. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's it. Mine is it's the Star Wars, you all remember. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh yeah that's that's i felt like we could have just been like and it was a new hope and then this whole sh- episode would have just been like a 10 minute episode it would have been just us talking a lot and then going yeah and then force awakens happened and it was a new hope and okay everybody have a good night yeah uh-huh <sighs> but we gotta dig into it at least a little bit yeah yeah I, I'm, I mean it really was that 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 much i can understand so completely valid i remember i saw it and at the time i was so hungry for star wars Mm -hmm. so thirsty for it like Mm -hmm. i left the theater and i was just like that was awesome just just because something had come out after so many years the last one i had seen in theaters was um Jar Jar Binks, uh, Phantom Menace. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how old it was, like 15, 14 or 15 at the time. And I remember looking at my buddy and being like, yeah, this isn't for us anymore. I don't think so. Like, this is mm. it's bucket. So I never saw the other two. Um, so really? The first time, yeah. First time seeing one. Eventually, I did see those other two. Mm-hmm. I think you know, probably 10 years later, I saw the other two. And so I finally went to this one and I was just so excited about it. And there are some very cool things about it, which we'll get into, but mm-hmm. My this kid who he's more of a film student of film. I think he kind of went to school for that. And he was just like, that was that was the new hope. That was really shitty. That sucked. And I was like, oh mm-hmm. fuck, fuck you. You're cynical, blah, blah, blah. But it that's what it was. It really was just a new it? hope, too. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm not I'm not even a big Star Wars fan, but I noticed that watching it in the movie theater, I was like, huh, this is legit the exact same premise of a new hope. Like, yeah. Almost to the T, except for the main character is a girl now. That's it. That's pretty much the only yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they got rid of the Princess Leia figure. Yeah. That's yeah. like, it's it's exactly the same. You know, Luke mm-hmm. is, uh, Ray is Luke, and yep. Poe is Han Solo, and but Finn is also Han Solo. Yep. Uh, yeah. And Ray is Han Solo. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and Han Solo is Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and still Han Solo. It, it's they even got a new R two D two, which which is which is honestly probably one of the better parts of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, he yeah the the real OG Han Solo was 
even Obi-Wan Kenobi as an actor, because I think, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Al uh, McGinnis, he, he hated Star Wars. <laughs> he didn't like Star Wars and neither. And, mm-hmm. and when Han Solo came back, he did not like Star Wars. He mm-hmm. fucking hated it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He is good in the movie, though. He like, he, he really, bring, like, all of the original the actors from the original trilogy really did like do, do a great job. And I, and I honestly think for the most part, everyone in this movie does a good job. Like I I think they're, they were, they're excited and, and they're really bringing it. Um, and I like going back to like that nostalgia of like seeing it in, in, in theaters when it came back, you know, the first star Wars movie to come out and man, the, the, the hype was insane. There was yeah. they, they premiered. I don't know if you guys remember. They premiered the trailer on Monday Night Football. Yes. And yep. that Monday Night Football game was the most watched game of the year. More so than the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. than the Cowboys Thanksgiving game. Every year, the Cowboys Thanksgiving game is the most watched game of the year. More in the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know more in the Super Bowl. But more in the playoff games, more in everything yeah. else. It's almost always without exception the, the Cowboys Thanksgiving game. Because everyone's home watching it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yep. That Monday night football game was the most watched football game that year. Oh yeah. Because they got to see the first trailer for it and people yep. were so hyped for yeah. it. So I will I mean I yeah, I saw that shit and I re- and I had it on my DVR, just kept rewinding it and watching it over yeah. and over again. Yeah, it was insane. And yeah. And being there in the theaters, like watching it, like the opening scene and the music and the crawl. It was awesome to see yeah. it again. I'm like, oh wow, this is great. I'm in theaters watching like another Star Wars Star Wars movie. I was a kid when the original or when the the new trilogy, the sequel trilogy, uh, the prequel trilogy rather, Ooh, came yeah. out. So like, to be an adult watching that, I'm like, this is awesome. You know, yeah. this is this is this is my childhood. You know, coming back and uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I was excited because like like I said, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but like going into the movie theaters, my first thought was like they had to have learned from the prequels because I watched all three prequels in the movie theaters because, again, as a nerd, I feel like it's my duty to at least watch <laughs> yeah. the movies. Yeah, and so like, respect. I, I saw all the prequels and I'm just like, man, this is hard. So when I'm in when The Force Awakens, I was like, okay, they have heard the cries of the people. They They had to realize that the prequels were not that good. And that they're going to bring it back old school. And like, I'm watching it and I'm in the movie theater thinking like, this can't be, this can't be worse than the prequels. And they're not for the most part. They are better than the prequels. But man, like, there's just like, like, I left the first movie like kind of like, okay, there's hope. Like, this is going to be a great trilogy series. And of course, you know, as we all know, (laughs) it, it was not. (laughs) <laughs> they did, <laughs> but they, but like the first of the new trilogy, I was like, okay, this is, I like they have so many places they could go with this. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. And so, like this one, this one out of the three, I think is probably the best one. And it's only because like they just decide to get different directors for all of them instead of just saying, hey, you're going to do all three of these movies. Call today. Get your story together. Make this shit good. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I was, I was excited in the beginning, but we watching it now, I'm like, oh, there, there's so many things I just kind of let slide because I was just like, can't be worse than the prequels. Can't be worse than the prequels. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was my biggest. So that, that, this is my defense of it. So this is my defense of it and feel free to just absolutely annihilate me after this. But it was, it was, I, I think 
what was so nice about this movie, at least at the time, was when you walked out of it, it was it was the feeling of of hope. It was mm-hmm. like, OK, like here we are. It wasn't anything crazy. I feel like J.J. Abrams set up a nice he put the ball on the tee mm-hmm. and he didn't do anything crazy. And he walked away and and where I can kind of. I don't empathize with him a little bit. He was rebooting the most successful sci-fi franchise ever. Probably the most referenced pop, like most referenced movie in pop culture, because like what Mm -hmm. sitcom, what cartoon didn't have a star Wars episode or Mm -hmm. didn't, doesn't have references to it. It's referenced in movies. It's referenced in fucking queen, you know, Freddie Mercury references star Wars in one of his songs. Like, the it the pressure that he had to be under to do something and i think he could have went one of two directions he could have done what um you know rain johnson ryan johnson or whatever he did in the second one to do try to do something original but the problem was jj abrams laid out of a blueprint mm-hmm. that was to be followed and kind of gave you hope that oh this is going to be cool which is why i loved finn's character so much i felt mm-hmm. like he had so much potential so much potential thing mm-hmm. and yeah just didn't work out like that. Not at all, because like I was excited, like oh, I, I like because I know in the prequels they made it so like you know the force was like there were metaclorians or whatever, and yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. But like with the new one, I was like, it's awesome to show more like that the force isn't a bloodline that the force could be from anybody. And I thought Finn was going to have the force, and it's not even like a representation thing. I just thought it'd been cool if somebody else besides like like the main character like have the force as well. And I thought that'd been like pretty badass and then like they they didn't it's like but he has to have something because like he wielded that lightsaber at the end that we get to and from i have a friend of mine who i work with um who i used to work with huge star wars fan and he was pissed off that finn was able to use the lightsaber because of the fact that like apparently like only jedi are supposed to be able to wield it because of like the way it's supposed to be handled or some shit like that so the fact that finn even wielded it meant like i was like oh cool that means like He'll have the force of some sort. And then, like, they didn't do that at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like, there was just so much potential for all of this. Like, I'd been perfectly mm-hmm. fine if both of them had the force. And I was fine with Ray having the force. It was just like, but just so much missed. Yeah. I think they they nailed the opening scene. It, they nailed it. Like, oh, yeah, I, I think it is so cool. good. Uh, uh, you know, Pose going to Max von Sydow's character, which I have a note about later, but it's, you know, and there, here's this, this thing you got to go and you got to get this. And then the first order arrives and it's just like, just a massacre. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, okay, these guys are scary. And then Kylo Ren's introduction is great. You yeah. know, he comes in, it's just like, oh, this guy's doing stump something that, you know, we've never seen like a villain do, but, you know, he stops the, 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 the yeah. I think yeah. Finn, Finn shoots a gun. I met I, my memory from, like I said, I watched it recently, but I hadn't seen it in a few years. I thought like he fired something from like the, the guns on his ship, but he just has like a a rifle or something that he shoots at, him, but he stops it. Yeah, and it's like yeah. and it, it hangs in midair. I'm like, this is awesome. Like this is great. And then the it, it's cut with the humor that that Poe does. Oh, well, who talks first? You talk? Do I talk? Something like yeah. that. And it's mm-hmm. just like. It it feels very Star Wars, but it's also it's like oh okay they're coming in they're they're really opening it up well. And then Finn's character is so interesting. It's a take that 
we don't see, you know, yep. this guy, mm-hmm. a, a former, you know, a stormtrooper who needs to get out of that, you know, that life and that service and everything. And, and it's, and then they do nothing. They do nothing with it. I mean, it's kind mm-hmm. of, it's kind of a theme throughout. And he, you know, he gets it with the confrontation with Captain Phasma and the person who has like the spinny stick thing, uh-huh. you know, that that can yeah. apparently deflect lightsabers. It's like, yeah, where yeah. was that? You know, <laughs> yeah. why why doesn't everyone have one of those? Like yeah. that seems great, but uh, and then it's just never. It's just never brought up again. I, I don't think it's ever in the sec in the second or third movies ever really addressed, mm-hmm. and they just they just let it down. And it's interesting because I feel like threads of it are picked up in other shows and stuff. Like I don't know if you guys have been watching Andor, but throughout Andor, there are a few people who are who who were part of the Empire who then defect and become rebels and stuff. And cool. it's like, and they're bare. You know, they're not major characters or anything but like these couple of characters get more screen less screen time but it's more developed it's more fleshed Mm -hmm. out of like why are they joining this fight and everything and it's yeah it's just it's it it opens so strong and then they just never go anywhere with it especially Mm -hmm. with finn's story and that that was pretty frustrating because like i don't even remember what he does in the third movie yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't either. Isn't the third movie where he meets the other black chick, mm-hmm. and like I they're see. riding like those like horse looking things? Yeah, yeah. Across but, water or whatever yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, and I've heard multiple people like enough people now that it, it's it's it has to be true. It's Finn was the most in the most. I don't know, maybe not. He, he to me he was the most interesting, but it was definitely the most interesting storyline. Mm-hmm. coming out of force awakens was Finn's, mm-hmm. Finn's story because even after the force awakens like it it, there, it doesn't pose not necessarily ahead of him on the character tree you know yeah. obviously mm-hmm. raise at the top of that but after i walked away from the force awakens as far as the you know quote good guys go i think it was ray and finn yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and, and and yeah somehow poe jumped and poe was not you know great great heart throbby you know guy but he wasn't interesting at all he was you know definitely just a rehash of a very obvious rehash of of han solo mm-hmm. yeah which is a shame too because man oscar isaacs is such a great actor such a and good he's been actor. in so many good he, he's mm-hmm. done so, and, and you're right shit. yeah and, yeah. and he's again opening scene he's it, the introduction of his character is so cool and then he just disappears from two thirds of the movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, and he kind of just gets some stuff to do. And you're right. Like he's not that his character is not that interesting, which is a shame because I feel like he's the most interesting in the first movie, but he doesn't really get much to do other yeah. than just kind of be there, you know, right. and, and, and give exposition. I, I feel like that's his character's whole role in the second and third movies. And it's, it's such yeah. a shame because, because he's such a, you know, like I said, the the opening is great. When I watched rewatched it, I'm like, oh, this is awesome! Like I kind of yeah. forgot how much this opening was really cool mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, it's uh, it, it was it, the, the, it was visually appealing. It was mm-hmm. interesting. It was it. I love the when they have the the stormtrooper with the flamethrower, and then mm-hmm. they they have like the 
showing emotion, even though the stormtroopers all look the same, they all have masks somehow making you feel everything that Finn was thinking and feeling yeah. in, in that moment. Mm -hmm. That, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. And more importantly, the stormtroopers actually hit some people because yeah. they took out the whole, <laughs> the whole town. They took took everybody out the whole in village. There. Yeah. And I was like, look at them upgrading and, and, and taking some, uh, some shooting range practice because they hit some, they hit some people. It picked right. up where Revenge of the Sith left off, man. Like, yeah. you know, you're, you're watching a Star Wars movie. All of a sudden, like, toddlers are getting slaughtered by Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> so mm -hmm. This shit got dark. And then yeah. the opening of Force Awakens, like, they're just putting people down execution style on that planet. Yeah. It's yeah. like a lie where she's like, oh, what should we do with them? And he's like, I just fuck them, you know, just kill all of them. <laughs> just yeah. unload it. And everyone just <laughs> opens fire. And it's just like, oh, shit. Like, this is really is it's the war part of it you know yeah, so. yeah hell and yeah can we talk about how like creepy but also sexy smooth Cairo Lynn with the little voice modulator sounds yes. he sounds he sounds like a sexy Hannibal Lecter type deal like it was like a oh kill them all and he's like oh yeah oh yes daddy kill them all like, <laughs> what what happened right there why why did I say that like mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty cool and then the fact that like when he was doing he did uh when Poe did shoot the gun at him and like, I don't know if you recognize it or not. That fucking laser stayed there until he walked away. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. he was controlling it the entire time. It's like, you're like, oh my gosh, like this dude's insane. This, this is going to be amazing to watch him have like a, a teen rage fit later on. And you're like, oh, come on, dude. Like you can't be mm -hmm. that badass, And then all of a sudden have anger issues. Like what? Right. <laughs> but yeah, the, the opening scene was great. And then the scene from where, um, where Poe, where Finn uh, saves Poe and and Poe and Finn's like I gotta he's like I, I want to save you I just I just feel bad and then Poe's like you need a pilot and Finn's like yeah I need a pilot I need a pilot yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought those interactions were pretty cool. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so, did, did you ever notice in that scene it almost looks like if it was like a skit or something it's yeah. like every time they cut from Finn to Poe uh-huh Finn is sweaty and then he's not sweaty and uh -huh. then it cuts back to him. So like every time he says something, he goes from being drenched in sweat to the next thing. He's completely fine. And then he's drenched in sweat again. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know why, but Finn was like sweating profusely for like the first half hour of the movie. <laughs> he was, he was nice. I didn't, I don't think I noticed that. I don't think so either. Yeah. Like but now that you mention it, if Finn looks like he's, Finn looks like he's always sweaty. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like somebody like dabbed him, and then somebody <laughs> forgot to do it, and then somebody came in and dabbed him mm -hmm. again, and they just kept filming it and put it together. Mm -hmm. I, I do. We ever get more information on like who Max von Sydow's character is? He's the uh, old man who's just like he gives Finn the map to Luke, and then I... he he knows Kylo Ren from like childhood or something. He's like, oh, I remember before you put on that mask. And, you know, before the dark side got you, it's just like, who, who are you? Like, who yeah. is this guy? He his, his name's Lord, Lord Santeca. I think that's how you say it. But I think he was just made for the movie. Mm. And, and, I, and I'm sure like he's in like, cause I know people are going to, well, he was in the fucking video game. If you play it, it's like, no, I didn't, I didn't play the fucking video <laughs> game at all. I did not do this is nerd light. That's what this is. This is nerd yeah. light. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not geek IPA. It's yeah. not, you know, um, so we're, we're not that deep in it. But yeah, I think he was really just. We're like the, the natty. We're the natty ice. Yeah, we're the natty. The natty <laughs> right, ice right. 
<laughs> we're, we're not beards and Patagonia gear at, yeah. at the micro brew talking about this. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's referencing other stuff. Maybe some authors kind of took some liberties with his character after it. But yeah, you're right. Interesting old guy mm -hmm. who's been very deep in the rebellion for a while. Obviously super important to the rebellion if they trusted to give him the, the map to Luke Skywalker. Right. Um. And then they kill him, and then there's yeah, you're right, and they don't even. It's it. He's just gone, and he that's you're you're not going to hear more about his story. Yeah, and there's no one who's ever like, oh no, what happened to old Lu Luthen Van Cedow or whatever his name <laughs> yeah. was? You know, what happened to him? Oh, you know, I love love that guy, man. He was essential to the shit we were doing. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but on all of those people in his village are all dead. <laughs> yeah, his whole village is dead now too. Has anyone heard from that? <laughs> he, honestly, he's probably like, listen, I, I got a long, I got a long life ahead of me. These stormtroopers are coming; they're not going to hit any one of us. Y'all good? Don't worry about getting <laughs> the weapons. Be good. Be good. No you're sudden, gonna hit shit. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, I will be damned. Eh? They took us all to the afterlife. I will be damned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we still talk shit. The Kylo Ren and got sliced in half. Right. Yeah, you had to give him props for that. Yeah. The, the, what the fuck happens? Let me just, I guess I'll think about A New Hope. What happens after that? Then they escape. They go They go to Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, they go to Tatooine. Yep. He, With an important droid. Yeah, they stand over and look down at Jakku. And it's exactly like when they're like, most Isleys, the a den of scum and villainy or hive of scum and villainy, mm -hmm. whatever fucking Obi-Wan says there. It's It's the same shot. Mm -hmm. Yep, and then we get to see white oppression because poor, poor white Ray, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. finding scraps just to get a, a muffin. Yeah, you know she's she's struggling out there. Mm -hmm. She is. It's real in those Star Wars streets. Yep, yep, yep. struggling yet still is like insanely one percent beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like you know, and then she's eating fucking green slime that turns into a, a muffin or whatever, mm -hmm. and but still looks absolutely ridiculous. Which was good casting, by the way. Not just that she's very pretty, but the whole the whole everybody back to just they're all good actors. Mm -hmm. they, can, yeah. they can do so much with the script and the storyline, but mm -hmm. I really I didn't have a problem with the acting in this movie at all. Oh yeah, yeah. Board. actor wise was great. And then uh, Simon Pegg was that uh, Ukar guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Plot. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think the Ray's character when she's introduced to that's when like all of the exposition starts. And I was yeah. telling Ben before we started, it's like there's so much exposition in these movies, and it, mm. it kind of starts with Ray's character of just sitting there talking to BBA, and that's a, that's a great cheap way to get your your exposition and have a character that doesn't. That that talks in a language that no one else and don't subtitle it, don't do anything, just have mm -hmm. it so the character can just talk to it and just be yeah. like, oh no, oh me, no, I'm just waiting here for my for my family to come <laughs> uh -huh. back and get me, and then I'll explore the stars. And who are my parents? Who knows? Could be somebody, could be nobody. Yeah. And could it's you... just like, man, you know, like, <laughs> could you imagine that in like other movies? Like, imagine like Bruce Wayne having like something that talked to him like that. He'd be like, oh well, you know. The reason why I'm so dark is because yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah when a Joker killed my parents back in the day I just you're right I never got over it I never got yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah like a robot butler but it just beeps like Doo -doo yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> and you can just talk to it you can just yep. say whatever you want you know and Ooh. that's that's the great way great way to get the Ooh. and sometimes it works like yeah. I think with with 
because they do it again with with Han and Chewie to explain why they don't have the Millennium Falcon anymore and everything. Yeah. But but with these characters, it's like they're they're established characters, so you know it's kind of like it's it's a funny relationship and it's like uh, just you know two guys being bros kind of thing and it's just like yeah. oh it makes sense that that chewie's like constantly you know just just making fun of him getting on him and everything it was like yeah. oh I, I you know i when did i was like when did when have i ever betrayed you and chewie will say something he's like okay when other than that that i you yeah. know it's like oh, okay yeah. it makes sense we've seen these characters grow their relationship mm-hmm. to sure, the point where sure. you believe it a little bit yeah. but but with Ray, it just just starts the exposition dumps, you know. Yeah, because I was like, wait yeah. a minute, how the hell does she already understand BB-8? One, two, we're in a world where we have light. We have uh, what is it? Um, light travel, right? And we have a robot that still can't like speak any like any sort of language at all whatsoever. <laughs> Right, like look at a person and recognize immediately what language they're speaking, and then just yeah. repeat it back and to them. Repeat it back like, to them. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have that. We and then the other question I always wonder was like, how expensive are ships in these movies? Because like, I don't know about you, but if someone shot a gun at my car, I'd be pretty pissed off. And is uh, in the beginning, Poe's trying to get away, and someone hits like one of the thrusters, and he can't fly. And like I would have died then because I'm like son of a bitch. Like you know how much this costs. Like I can't just go <laughs> fix this. Yeah. Like, come on. And, and you, they went right back to not hitting shit after that first scene. <laughs> yeah. Because nope. they they're shoot the Tie fighters are coming in and well they hit the one ship that they're not in. But as soon as they get in the Millennium Falcon, all of a sudden they can't hit shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just missing it and the sand's blowing up. They're missing them as they're running and then they just fly away. It's that's that's the end of it then they, they never hit anything again for the rest of the fucking trilogy yeah, yeah. And, th- and then shout out to the semi-pod racing scene with the millennium falcon which yeah. is just flying through everything it reminded me more of the pod racing from the yeah. uh the prequel ones and All i was right. just like i was waiting for it to be like Woo-hoo, this is fun yeah <laughs> yeah uh, you know? no yeah just when they're going through like that old star destroyer that fell yep. and mm-hmm. shit which oh, which is reminding me because when she was originally scrapping in the um scene where she's where you meet Ray and she's kind of has the masks on and the goggles and everything mm-hmm. and she's pulling out the parts and shit that she's gonna sell and um Ray's theme like that song uh, I love John Williams mm-hmm. and, and his music mm-hmm. Ray's theme is fucking great like mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding like I'll play yeah. that shit on YouTube sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I'm so cool. I'll just play it on YouTube. But that was one of the better pieces of music I think that John Williams has done um, in in the original Star Wars trilogies of just like, you know, I think Mm -hmm. they got other guys doing some of the other ones now, which is great, too. I mean, the fucking music in the Mandalorian is incredible. Yeah, yeah, I got I know that, too. Like the score is amazing. Yeah. Once again, they just I mean, Star Wars scores are always going to be going to be excellent. Yeah. And so, yeah, they the score is awesome. Ray's yeah, Ray's theme. I don't I don't watch it on YouTube sometimes, but Ray's theme is is really well done. Just the music is just great throughout. Yeah, it. Um, really oh. lends to it. it uh, like yeah, it builds up those those character moments and stuff. And it's 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 almost like man, I wish there was a better script going along with what's coming. Yeah, you know, behind the music as she's talking about being abandoned and 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 mm. all that stuff and everything. Yeah. So. About five years, five, six years ago, I went to um, the, it was uh, some sim- symphony in Rhode Island or Boston. I don't know where they, but I saw it in Rhode Island. It was, that's where I live. 
and they played on a huge projector, um, A New Hope, and they had a live orchestra underneath it. Oh, wow. And they played wow. the music live while the the movie was going on. It oh, was that's awesome. Fucking crazy. It was your heart was like bumping out of your chest. You're getting like goosebumps. It just added so much to the movie. It was awesome. That's sweet. Yeah, and that would be awesome cool. to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, no, all right. where, so, where did they go from that? What, what happened in the middle? Because I I remember I like I said rewatching it. I remember up to. Um, Hans, Han Solo oh. escaping in the Millennium Falcon, yeah. <laughs> um, and then like legit, honestly, I don't know if that next piece is until they find Poe is really even necessary stuff at no. all whatsoever. Yeah, it, the, the monster things in in the ship and all that—that that was kind of what happened after that. The yeah, yeah. Thars. Yeah, which was a cool like I thought it's just. Again, these are all like individually kind of some cool, cooler. See, I mean, it was it's completely unnecessary. It's nothing to do with oh, the yeah. story, mm-hmm. other than to give. I I think they try to hint that Ray is force sensitive a little bit, like at that point. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. because she just knows. Yeah. Oh, I'll trap him in this part of the ship and stuff like that. But yeah, it's not super necessary. It's just a way for them to get Han Solo back to the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, oh, and the 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 Mas Kanata, that's I think that's the next big part of it. Yeah. Right. They go oh, to right. That's right. And then doesn't that place just get bombed up like immediately yeah. afterwards? I remember because uh, Lupita, I don't know how to say her last name, like Nagonyo, I think it is. They made this whole big hype about her being uh, was it Maz? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maz Kanata. Yeah, and she legit is in about ten minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's it. And like, there's this whole big deal about, oh, look at the representation, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the bitch is an alien. She's CGI. Like, there's no <laughs> representation here. And then, secondly, like, she doesn't even seem like she's important. Like, she's in there for such a small amount of time to give the lightsaber to Ray. And then, other than that, her place gets shot up. Yeah. There's a, yeah, it, it, it's, her character is just there to be another one of those like Easter egg, like mysteries kind of thing. The mystery yeah. box, you know, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the JJ yeah. Abrams thing is like, Oh, it's the mystery box and everything. And, and, and again, one of the problems with having, you know, it was, it was two directors. It was supposed to be three. It was JJ Abrams. It was Ryan or rain. I don't know how to pronounce I think, his first I think name. It's Ryan, Ryan, yeah. Yeah. Ryan Johnson. And then I think it was supposed to be, it's supposed to be somebody else who I don't know did, did so, something happen and they ended up replacing it with J.J. Abrams. But it's just like they don't have this consistent direction. And yeah, there's a there's a one there's a scene where Max Kanata so Ray finds Luke's lightsaber right and it's whispering to her and she touches it and has all the visions and and you hear all of the um the voices and the you know the old Jedi and the 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 lines they recycle lines to make the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Um, I watched it on Disney Plus. I don't know if I just was if it was just like there's so many people in the theater who were so excited and people were chewing on popcorn and chewing on ice or whatever. But like there's a scene that um, when she sets the lightsaber down, Ewan McGregor is voices uh, does a bit of voice acting and he says like. 
you've taken like Ray, you've taken your first steps or something like that. And it's uh. so clear on Disney Plus. I didn't totally miss that when I watched it. And I remember yeah. people were talking about it afterwards. It's like, oh, it's kind of there at the end. But it's like, I don't know if they in Disney Plus they like really highlighted it. Because uh-huh. they got Ewan yeah. McGregor back and they there's an interview he did. It's like it's his voice and it's Alec Guinness's yep. voice. I remember they that. Just yep. spliced uh. bits of what Alec Guinness said and Ewan McGregor said it and they kind of like paired <clears> it together and everything. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching the theaters. I'm like, I have no memory of that happening. But in Disney, yeah. when you watch it on Disney Plus, it's so clear. It's just like everything else stops. So you can just hear that line. Oh, um, shit, I got to re-listen because yeah. I definitely miss that. And, and she touches the lightsaber, and then Maz Kanata's like, "Oh, you need to take it." And she's like, "No, I never want it again." And it runs off, and then the first order comes, and all that shit happens. Then Maz Kanata hands the lightsaber to Han Solo, I think, or or maybe it's. Thin, but Han Solo's like, where did you get that? She's like, that's another story for another day. And you then never you get don't that get the story. story. Not at all. Don't get that you never story get that all. story. You know, it's just you like, know? where did you get Luke's lightsaber? That's a pretty <laughs> huge deal, like at this yeah. point. You yeah. know, where and, and it's just like, well, well. And then the other thing that's frustrating is like you're right. Like Ray's in the first movie is like always like running away from having the force for like the first part, and you're like, like, bitch, you were poor. Like you got something yeah. awesome happening to you right now. What are you afraid of? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can force choke a bitch now. Oh, yeah. Hey, give me my rations. Give me my rations. Like, yep. yeah. If anything, take the lightsaber back with you and sell oh, that. Oh you get gosh. a spaceship for that. I imagine. You know, right? For real. Imagine her fucking life being there since she was a kid, fending for herself. The way she could fight when she fought those two dudes off. Like, yeah, what a stick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, give her a lightsaber. A t- just a tough like, bitch, please. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, they sell replica lightsabers for about the cost of like, you know, a Toyota Corolla, yeah. like a really nice replica <laughs> lightsaber will get you, you know, will get you a Honda Civic. So I yeah. imagine that you, you sell that to that to, to Simon Pegg, you're going to get a yeah. decent starship. Maybe you get the one that the stormtroopers hit, you know, That's right. Yeah. Fix it up a bit. That's a lot of portions. Yeah. It's a lot of portions for that. <laughs> Hell, if BB-8 was like, everything it's just like yeah, yeah. what is the lightsaber yeah. worth uh-huh. you know yeah and she almost traded his ass in there was a second there where she didn't even think she went up there and grabbed it and she looked at him yeah he's cute hey no. A- ain't no shame ain't no shame bitch you hungry no. i get that hey no. i just met you bro give me this give me all of this oh and and that was the canteen the fucking the, the cantina scene sorry that was the other thing fucking that was what mas Kanata was it was mm-hmm. it was a, a rehab a remake of the cantina scene Fucking pan through, look at the aliens. Wow, they're yeah. crazy looking. That was, you know. And each side has a spy there. You know, there's someone spying for the resistance. There's someone spying for the first order. And it's just like, oh wow, this is isn't this cool? This is just like Star Wars. You know, remember New yeah. Hope? This is yep. New Hope. Don't you remember? Yep. Like it's no more midichlorians. Is we're in a cantina again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, if Han Solo chops a dude's arm off, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> leave. You know, but yeah. And what? And then they went from there, fucking to whatever. What was what happened after Maz Kanata? They, the first order comes in and they start like bombing them out yeah. and everything. And then yeah. they, they arrest, they they capture Han Solo, they capture Finn, and I think, and then they capture Ray. Yeah. And then, um, and then the resistance shows up. Oh, that yeah, that was pretty cool when they yeah. all came with their X wings. Yeah, uh-huh. and they do the the you know the dog fight and everything. And then there's a there's a scene where Poe's character is reintroduced, 
Yeah. And he shoots down like five TIE fighters or something. Yeah. Like he just comes in, he just hits two of them, right? With a shot from each. And then he flies around and hits it and he just hits all of them and everything. And it's just this, this really cool scene. The score is great. It's coming on everything. And then there's a line from Finn. He goes, now that's one hell of a pilot. It's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> you didn't need to. There's so much exposition. It's like, yeah, I get it. I yeah. get that he's a cool pilot. I saw what you just saw, you yeah. know, and, and <laughs> it's just like this. It's totally unnecessary. All of this exposition of just like, just in case you didn't know, that guy's a good pilot. Yeah, like they don't let anyone do anything. They don't let any scenes breathe or anything. It's just like I can. Un- the only thing that would have been worse is is after the lightsaber fight at the end, Finn goes like, oh, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? And then passes <laughs> back out, you know? Just looks at the screen and is like, man, I did that shit and just... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I did the damn thing. I did the damn thing. I mean, and did you notice, there's a part where, like, they try to have Finn kind of be, like, a more blackish character because he goes to BBA and says, Droid, please! <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yep. <laughs> And and the resistance comes in and it's a pretty cool like you know that's a cool scene that's a cool moment they come in is you know getting to see more of like the dog fights and stuff is always cool and yeah Poe gets to do something you know that's that's yeah. neat and, and again it's just like where did he go you know they crash land and you assume he's dead and mm-hmm. but his jacket is still there and he's just like oh yeah I just you know apparently there are three ships in Jakku he got one one got blown mm-hmm. up and the other was the Millennium Falcon. Ooh. It's just like yeah. where did where did Finn go? Like, did he not? Did he forget that he was there to go back and get BB-8? Yeah, like he dips immediately. Yeah, just yeah. boom, gone. Yeah, he's it's like, just like, he's, like you... ah, he's got him. He's got him. Oh yeah, and then the yeah. place was crawling with stormtroopers too, looking mm-hmm. for shit. Ooh. Yeah, oh, yeah. And and yeah, then did they didn't seem like a very resistance friendly planet to begin with, like everybody on that planet. Yeah, but but yeah, but you know what? If listen, if he didn't point out that Finn was wasn't a good pilot, uh, who would? Oh, except for when you know Kylo Ren was on on the ship and he goes, "We have the best." I didn't know we had the best pilot in the resistance <laughs> on our <laughs> ship. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Because <laughs> you really got to nail it home that Finn is a good pilot. You know, you can't. Yeah, Abrams. This is important just, to the story. Guys. This is really important. It's just like you know, it's not enough that he just commandeers a tie fight or something he's never flown before and just nails it he's just like yeah this is great shoot those guns back there everything's gonna be awesome and everything yep. and you know all, all of the other examples we get to see of how good he is we just really need characters to affirm to us <laughs> that <laughs> finn is a good pilot oh but you're right <sighs> yeah poe yeah. you're right yeah yeah, yeah. poe yeah. poe's a good pilot yeah nobody yeah. says finn's a good pilot no no, you know? no not at all yeah, yeah poe it's poe <laughs> The only thing you can say for Finn is if he's like, there's too many motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many motherfucking stormtroopers on this motherfucker TIE fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Poe, please. Poe, please. <laughs> and this is the movie where Ray uses uh, the force on Daniel Craig, right? Yeah, it is. is. Yeah, yeah, when she's trapped on the thing. Yeah. I thought that was a cool little scene. I mean, like, Watching a whole bunch of anime, like, I'm always for, like, the whole, like, even though the person's never, like, 
used the power before, that they're like just a badass at the power as soon as they get it type thing. Mm-hmm. So Stop I would love it out. Yeah, I would have loved to see more like that where like she's just like kind of like a, a prodigy with the force type deal where so she's like automatically just a badass. But like you know, I'm okay with it. Like, like if she was just Neo from the get go, like I would love to see a movie where somebody is just like the Neo character from the jump of the movie, yeah, and, and just like you know, mm-hmm. I think I think that'd be pretty cool. But, yeah, but I, I, but I, I like that part though. Then and I I I I didn't I write me too. I didn't have a problem with her being good at it and figuring mm-hmm. it out on the fly. Um, you know, when whatever fucking Han Solo dies. And but but towards the end, so the whole movie too, you know, um, again, again, the exposition thing is, wow, Chewbacca's gun is very powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, and it shows, and he's blasting stormtroopers, and they're flying <laughs> through the air like fucking rag dolls. Yeah, and then and then Han Solo gets in, uh... like you said again, Han Solo shoots it and goes and looks at it, and he's like, oh, wow, hmm, this is a fun gun or whatever. Like, I like this. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. and and then. Um, the big i know one of the points people were making after was why was um so not necessarily why finn was able to wield the lightsaber but why why was finn and and then ray kicking kylo ren's ass and i'm like ah did you not see the entire time of like when you get shot with fucking chewbacca's Mm -hmm. bow like kylo ren took that blast right to the gut on the bridge after he killed han solo Mm -hmm. and he's bleeding out the whole time that made that whole thing more believable for me when they're fighting again in the snow in the woods, which was a really cool scene just with the yep. lightsabers, the darkness, the snow coming down, visually appealing scene. But I was like, yeah, I mean, she's kicking his ass and Finn kicked his ass a little bit, but it's, he also took that, that mm-hmm. um, crossbow right to the, to the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have an issue with, I, I remember that was a big thing. Like afterwards, it's like, Oh, Ray's uh, what's the, thing everyone called her mary sue a mary sue yeah (laughs) i i never like if that's your biggest complaint like how many movies and shows and everything where it's just like like you said ben it'd be nice to see like a character you know it'd be cool to see like a character who's just that good at the beginning of the movie and you're just Mm -hmm. like oh he's just he's just a badass or she's just a badass but i don't have a problem with ray being like excellent you know with Mm -hmm. the force and everything just like early on I think there's precedent for it in Star Wars too. Like little kid Anakin, you know, is just like, and they say it's like, oh, you know, I don't know if it's ever said in the movies or if it's just like fan fans filling in, but it's just like little kid Anakin's able to win that pod race. He's able to get on that ship, you know, the 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 fighter ship and go out into that space battle and just like hold his own with like other yeah. pilots and the droids mm-hmm. and everything. And so, yeah, it's pro- I don't I don't have a problem with him just being super good you know um i don't know if you guys have seen like the clone wars or everything but like ahsoka is just like amazing can hold her own with darth you know with darth maul um and all these other like badass like villains and stuff yeah because she's a main character you know yeah um so yeah i don't have a problem with her being ray being just super awesome and like you said it's clearly shown that chewbacca's crossbow is super powerful so yeah. and he does take that and I, I thought that scene was cool too i thought han solo's death um the whole way it was done i thought was pretty good um yeah great acting from adam driver and, and han solo too mm-hmm. it's just like and that part of the script is it, i thought was so good it's just like the talking of, of just them talking through it and everything and it's 
Harrison Ford does such a good job of like when he's stabbed, like being just like truly like shocked about it. Like, oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think this was going to happen, kind yeah. of thing, you know? Like, and then just seeing Chewbacca just flip out was yeah. sweet. I think that's probably the most action we've gotten in, from Chewbacca yep. in the whole series. And mm-hmm. I thought that was sweet. He's just wrecking people and everything. And I don't know if it's nostalgia, just like, oh, I watched these characters like growing up and everything, but like, all of their interactions are so good. You yeah. know, when they split up the bombs, he's like, oh, you take the first level, I'll take the second level, meet back here. And then Chewbacca yeah. just nods and they just go their separate ways. It's like, oh, yeah, it's totally believable that these two have been doing this for decades, uh-huh. you know? And so yeah. I, had a, I had a problem with it. Here's my, pro- <laughs> here's, here's my problem. because She's a woman. Wait, what? No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing to do with Ray. My problem is this, because Kareem, you brought it up and it triggered me. So the entire movie, Chewie's bow crossbow is legit throwing people across the effing room, like just sending people left and right. And then you mean to tell me because Kylo Ren has the force, he's able to survive that hit. That's where I was pissed off. Like it is known throughout the entire movie that that crossbow fucks people up. Yes. And never in the never have I ever seen that the force is something that's a force field. Like, and, and Kylo Ren didn't, like, slow it down. Like, if he put his hand out and, like, slew it down a little bit and he got hit, okay, maybe he, like, took the blow off. But mm. that dude legit got hit right in the stomach with that thing and survived. And I was pissed off the rest of the movie because <laughs> I was like, how is he alive? Like, if Chewie had gotten, like, maybe he grazed him, okay, that's fine because a graze from that crossbow pretty much took a whole piece of chunk of skin. But he got hit in the stomach. And that dude is still going strong. And I was yeah. really I was really pissed off about that because like what's the purpose of showing this bow being so strong if he survives this? Because there's nothing about the force that says I'm gonna survive like getting killed almost. And mm-hmm. I I was so mad about that part. Like that was that was the only part was like, uh oh, That would have been sweet him. had they shown him like yeah. try to stop it try to stop still, it. But because it's so powerful it still hits him and everything, and then yeah. you kind of explain it away of like you know, but yeah, but like he oh. just took that, he ate that, and then he should have been dead. <laughs> he should have died. Maybe, maybe they should have had an imperial droid on the bridge, and then it's beeping, and he turns it, and he goes, "Yeah, it got me, but I'm really strong with the force. So I was able to absorb some of it." Yeah, yeah you're right, droid. Thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would have worked. That would have worked. It's like I'm one hell of a Sith, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or he could have been like, crossbow, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crossbow, please. Nah, nah. Yeah, not today. Not today. <laughs> yeah. Like, remember that really cool scene where I stopped the 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 bolt with my, you know, and I and it kept it. Did you did you notice how it stayed there after I left? Well, I yeah. did that a little bit just at the end, just to slow it down. It only hit the, t- you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They needed more explanation for that scene. Is what they needed. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's all it was. And then, uh, then... Or Chewbacca to suddenly speak English, be like, "Damn, I missed." <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> Damn. Guys, one hell of a Sith dodged that that crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Han was like my Han was like my best friend. What? <laughs> Wouldn't it have been great if like he's all of a sudden like bust out and has like the like the most British accent? Like, I'm going to certainly miss my friend Juan Solo. Yeah. <laughs> damn you, Kylo Ren. Doom. I'll be damn. I missed. I'll yeah, be damn, damn. Missed. I missed. <laughs> I missed this whole movie. You know. Yeah. But... <laughs> been missing. Oh, he's like, man, that was a stormtrooper shot. Yeah, <laughs> it just acknowledges that stormtroopers yeah. can't aim. It's like, ah, oh, stormtrooper did, you know? 
It's a great. I know we're not talking about the Mandalorian, but yeah, there's a there's a great there's a great when when Bill Burr's character is introduced in the Mandalorian. And awesome. he's just, oh, he's an imperial. He's a former imperial sharpshooter. He's like, oh, that gives me a lot of confidence. Like, I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. <laughs> Bill Burr famously doesn't give a shit about Star Wars, and yep. it's just like he's delivering that line with such authority of just like, this is Bill Burr, but he's also a Star Wars character. That's a great awesome. line. You know, love that they call attention to it, and it's just like Bill Burr has no idea what that means or yep. anything, but he's just like, yep. Makes sense. Yep. Makes mm-hmm. sense in universe. So, and everybody and, loves it, dude. Nobody yeah. has a problem with Bill Burr being in that shit. Yeah, yeah. I know. Bill Burr in the Star yeah. Wars universe. Everyone <laughs> has a problem with it. It's great because he is just Bill Burr, you know. <laughs> but in in Star Wars, and he's excellent in it. So, yep. Yeah, Bill Burr is fantastic. I heard him talking in um an interview, and he just like it. If you look at his like um idbm or whatever that is in the movies and, and he just he's like he's like i i don't know like that these roles i'm gonna get are gonna be these huge movies he's like i just take the roles and they all just happen to be fucking incredibly mm-hmm. like even if it's just a, a little tiny role just like um uh what was he in? was it was it ha- was he in half-baked what was he in what was it something where he just did i forget which but he just did like a little role and it was like a huge cult classic and then it just snowballed from there until mm-hmm. like he took the fucking mandalorian thing and then the mandalorian was like this incredible incredibly successful mm-hmm. the most successful thing disney's put out yeah he made the trailer of season one of the mandalorian yeah like that's how big of a thing it was and everything and now he has his own action figure i think he's like a playable character and like a couple of the video games and stuff like mm-hmm. this is wild that a guy who's one of his most famous bits is how much he hates Star Wars <laughs> and just makes fun of Star Wars nerds and everything and just yeah. Well Bill Burr. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that I mean that was pretty much a Force Awakens. I came into this feeling like I was gonna try to defend it more, I guess. Well, or but it, it I hadn't watched it in a long time. It, it, probably like a year or more I haven't watched it. So when I watched it this time all of that um, kind of like, uh, I don't know, Star Wars fandom, just the defense of it because I'm a Star Wars fan kind of went mm-hmm. out the window and I saw it for what it was. And um, it was a little disappointing. It was yeah. a little disappointing. It, it's interesting. I went in like, cause I left the theater when I first saw it a little disappointed. of just like, mm. I kind of wasn't what I expected a little bit, you know? And yeah, I, I expected more, I guess. And I, I think, you mentioned like it's an impossible task to to reboot yeah. this and everything, but I watched it when I watched it last week. I, I remember like just thinking like, man, they set everything up like so well, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, for all the movie's faults and all the you know exposition and the, the, and they they do set up an intriguing story, yeah, that you can follow along that that you can look forward to. Like you said, the hope of like, oh, we're gonna get like good Star Wars. Again, you know, we're going to get an answer to all these things. And I think the the Luke scene at the end is such a culmination of that. Like, just watching it again last week, I was, like, so excited to see Luke Skywalker again. Yeah. And I just, and I, I know what, ha- I know what happens in the next two movies, but I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, it's Luke, and it's this mm-hmm. awesome scene, and it's just, like, to see R2-D2 boot up and everything, like, I, I I remember being disappointed, but just being so excited that we're getting more Luke. You know, we're gonna get yeah. more Luke the next movie. Like they they're promising us more Luke and everything. Yep. So they set and it up yeah. so well, and they 
they just fuck it up royally yeah, because they basically yeah. just took the older characters and made them characters that were from the original movie. So Luke is pretty much Yoda mm-hmm. at that point. And that's yeah. all he pretty much is. And it yeah. sucks because we all see the second movie and know this how like, oh, he has an orgasm and dies. Like that's pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what happens in the second movie. He has the most badass orgasm ever and he just yeah. fades into nothingness. That's it. It was all yeah. midichlorian just coming out. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Ah. That was it. But yeah, um, like I, I left like at the beginning, like, man, like this is gonna be great. And like to put in like a sports storm, it's like you kick the ball out to somebody, they're wide open, they have a great shot, there's nobody around them, and then Ryan Johnson decides just to throw the ball out of bounds. He doesn't even take the shot. Like, he just <laughs> takes the ball and just throws yeah. it out of bounds and says, Nah, I don't even want to take this shot. Like, bro, what it's the fun. hell? Literally, yeah. You, you're lit. He takes a lightsaber and fucking. That's the next scene in in the last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally throws it out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. Oh, it's fucking, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So I guess it's a good time to do our 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 key, our key takeaways. I guess I'll I'll go, um, first here with my 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 key takeaways of this. It was the pinnacle of nostalgia, meaning like that was it that was as far as nostalgia could could take you Mm -hmm. and then after that you had to do something you had to do something with it you couldn't just coast on the nostalgia anymore it lasted for about that movie it kept us semi-interested being og fans um i know that the sequel fans hated it because those savages on the um i'm sorry the prequel fans the prequel um kids on reddit they i don't think they liked it either mm-hmm. um, but um you know then the then you had to do something and they didn't they just dropped the ball um and oh, i actually only have two takeaways i must have missed one but whatever it's han solo died at the right time um <laughs> was was that was that you know he was dead and i think for me that was that was when star wars died at least the the skywalker saga it was like when when han solo died who's it's like my childhood that was it right there and um so that was that was it and it was a fucking new hope so yeah um yeah it's about that's all it's what i got out of that movie so what i got from the movie was one i feel like um from that movie it looked like all three of the main characters finn poe and ray were going to be like badass and like do awesome things and again, we all know, unfortunately, they did not. Let's not even talk about Finn and the lost, basically the Star Wars Las Vegas scene and freeing the little mm. cows. Yeah. Whatever the fuck yep. that was. Yep. Um, yep. Personally, I would have liked to at least see all three of them of the old cast in the one scene together. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that would have been a pretty cool, like, nostalgic thing for all of us, like, just to have seen all three of them in, like, yeah. one scene together. Uh, and then the other thing is, um, Kylo Ren was a wasted bad guy. Like, mm-hmm. in the be- like, cause in the beginning, like I was like, oh, this dude's way better than fucking, uh, Darth Vader. And then like, like just watch him in like, at least in the first movie, like he looked like he was going to be like stronger than Darth Vader and like more ruthless and things of that sort. And I was like really excited to see like how bad this goes and then they legit like pretty much just follow the same type of plot as their the first three movies of like 
a redemption thing. It's like, I don't want to see a redemption story. I want this dude to be a complete dick the entire time yeah. and be this badass person that you yeah. never want to like. Like, he killed his dad. Like, so that should have, like, made you, like, hate him. But everybody's like, oh, he's misunderstood. No, fuck mm-hmm. that emo shit. This dude's supposed <laughs> to be bad. <laughs> this dude's supposed to be bad. Yeah. So and They make like, him sexy in the next movie. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. has shirts off in half his scenes. It's like, yeah. fucking yoked. Like, this guy killed his dad. Why are we seeing him coming out of the shower with the steam rising up? Right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it softened me up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Just like, like ooh, all right. You know, yeah, he's a little bit of a bad boy. Mm-hmm. And my wife fell in love with him. She was, she's Kylo Ren. And like you said in the beginning, the sexy voice that was what got her in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And then Adam Driver with his shirt off, he closed the deal with that second movie. There was a lot of Kylo Ren f- fangirls out there. And I'm yeah. sure some fanboys too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess. Uh... Is that your last point, Ben? Or did that was my last your... point. Yep, I got all my points. Go for it. Yeah. All right, so my three takeaways were uh, I was talking about a little bit the the opening scene was was truly excellent from the yeah. score to the way it's shot to the framing like you like we mentioned they they make a stormtrooper helmet that is not moving show emotion yeah you know and it, and it really sets up what you think would be a great movie mm-hmm. and it's almost like they they blow their load in the first in the first 25 minutes yeah and they they just don't know where to go from there um and then there are so many unanswered questions you know we talked about like maz kanata and and all this stuff and these and these certain characters and everything and it, it, it it teases this oh you'll find out later we didn't even talk about snoke like yeah. who is Snoke? Where'd this guy come from? So mm-hmm. they they tease so many unanswered questions that they that end up not going anywhere. And so I put, mm-hmm. you want more information? Go read the books, the comics, and watch or and wait for the Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we just got an Andor show where we'll eventually get a General Hux Disney Plus show. We'll get a Disney Plus show on Max von Sydow. May he rest in peace. I think he's dead. Um, uh, we'll get a Maz Kanata Disney Plus show or a comic book or, or an animated series or something. Uh, and it's just like, and that's that's just what they do with it. It's just like, yeah, you know, here's all these threads that we just never follow up on that eventually, 20 years from now, we'll all be getting hyped. Be like, well, did you see episode one of Maz Kanata? Yeah. That yeah. shit was pretty sweet, you know? Yeah. Um, and then last scene, it feels like such knowing what we know will happen feels like such a waste of the original trilogy actors mm-hmm. and such yeah. a, and such a poor end to their story, Han Solo, notwithstanding. So Han Solo, you're right. Dies at the perfect time. I'm, I'm totally fine mm-hmm. with how Han Solo ends. And I know what happened with Carrie Fisher was not planned. Obviously they had to yeah, work yeah. around like that, the tragedy and everything. And, but sure. but even then, it's just she she's relegated to the background in the second movie, and mm-hmm. you know, and just she's in a coma for like half of the half of the last Jedi. And they could have she... took her out right then when she got sucked out of the ship. We could have just took her out then, and I'd have been like, okay, I'm here for that. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she passed away. Yeah, and so it? yeah, yeah. It happens. But they. They just let her keep going in the movie. She married Popper herself back onto the damn ship. And <laughs> oh God, that was that was what was so ridiculous. It's just like, ah! and then just land. <laughs> because I don't oh. think 
again, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so I can't speak for Star Wars fans, but I feel like I can speak for Star Wars fans when I say nobody wanted to see that shit. Nobody gave a fuck if she had the Force or not. Not no. a soul wanted to see her with see, the Force. They that's the Force becoming the Force field, Ben. They, that's what they set it up in the previous movie because he takes the blaster, <laughs> he takes the crossbow shot and lives. She should have you know? died and frozen. That's what should have happened. As soon as she hit space, she should have frozen and died. But the force bought her back, and I yeah. You know, he said he mar- she married Poppin. <laughs> she does. She basically married Poppins her way back to the. She does. Oh man, and it's you know it's. Uh, fuck. And, and and the worst of it all, and I know it's not in this movie, but the worst of it all is, like I said, the the setup with Luke at the very end is so cool, mm-hmm. and they they promised us. We're gonna get Luke in the next movie by the last scene. We're gonna we're gonna figure out what Luke's been doing out here. Why did he go into exile? What all happened and everything? And he gets the worst character death mm-hmm. and just end to his story. Yeah. And it sucks because there's no fixing that, you know? Well, no. Like I said, we'll get a comic series or an animated series or a Disney Plus series. Or three more movies. Or three more movies <laughs> on other bits you know Mm -hmm. the knights of ren is a group that is name dropped and then never appears again who snoke is even though it's he kind of gets a shit end of the story too but it's just like there's no coming back from this is how the original trilogy characters Mm -hmm. and there just there just isn't you know that's and, and it's especially tough for luke who is the main you know it's either him or Anakin is the main character of Star Wars. Right. Yep. You know, the Star Wars is the story of of Skywalker and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I, I heard somebody say it's it's like um, it's a, it is it's Luke or Anakin. It's it's definitely both of them, but it's it's like the rise and fall of Darth Vader. That's the whole thing is the mm-hmm. arc and rise and fall of yeah. Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. But um, I did I did see my other point, which I think is a nice one to kind of wrap up on because I crossed out a bunch i didn't see it at the top but it was the for my first it was my first point it was that hope is powerful mm-hmm. so that that's that's what that represented the whole movie it, it's just hope that from beginning to end it's, and it's a very powerful thing but you have to do something with it and um that that's where it fell short that's yeah. where it fell short yeah, so agreed. i think i don't know I mean, we got Last Jedi. Um, come, we can do Last Jedi. I don't know how much we <laughs> want to dive back into Star Wars after this. I do, have a defend, I do have a defender of Last Jedi, somebody who will defend Last Jedi to the last breath. Um, so I might be an Your interesting brother? one coming up. My brother, he fucking oh. loves that movie. He, it's so terrible. He yeah. lo- he, dude, I, haven't, I don't know I don't met anyone else that defends that movie. Like he That's defends the that eighth movie. movie, right? The Last Jedi? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, there's the next one after the first week. So terrible. So it's up to you because we can <laughs> we can do that, or we I don't think we've done a DC movie yet. All right, let's do want to do hop to DC like Aquaman or something, or yeah. and then hop, hop, yeah, your choice. Yeah, you want to yeah, do Aquaman do or do you want to do uh, Man of Steel or the awful Justice League movie? Uh, if we do, <laughs> right. if we let's, do, we'll Man put of up Steel. a little survey. Let's put, yeah. we'll do like you did that to put up a little survey. And we'll see. We'll okay, see which one we'll do? Which which four movies should I pick? Just all DC, or should we just do like another pop culture one? And then DC, like... let's do let's do four DC. Let's throw Aquaman, Man of Steel. Throw throw some DC ones together. Okay, cool, cool. Sounds if you good. guys done, you guys said you haven't done a DC movie. If you do Batman so... versus Superman, you got to get our friend Tony. Oh yeah, that's what I'm. 
he said he wanted to do one. So if we do like a Man of Steel or Batman vs. Because he'll defend that till it's dying day. And I think that's a shit movie too. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> and and I, love, a, yeah. I love Superman. And I was so excited for that movie. And I thought that was terrible. It was worst. It was worse than the lukewarm garbage of Mortal Kombat because we did not bring up Mortal Kombat yet and we have to always bring up Mortal Kombat at some point. <laughs> yes. Okay, I, I, like I said, I watched a couple episodes of this in, in preparation from this. If you ever want to circle back to the Mortal Kombat movie, the HBO Max one, uh-huh. I will be the defender of Mortal Kombat. You can't defend that. Shit. I can and I will. You right now, what you tell okay. me is that you are the public defender for the person, the guy as the Walmart that just shot up all his employees. You're not going to tell me that, that movie <laughs> was good. It was Look, I'm not going to deny that what happened happened, but I will provide some mitigating factors. Oh, okay? okay, you can try. Are your they going to do a second one, Diego? Yeah. What do you uh-huh. know about the second one? What do you know? Is it happening? I've been hearing things. Parents, it... so they're signed up for like five of them. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! There's supposed That's... to be a second one, and then Sub Zero is getting like a spinoff. No, mm-hmm. I don't need that. Mm. Sub Zero was you didn't like Sub Zero in it? I get if no, you don't I like Jax's little no. robot arm, his chicken arms, or <laughs> no, that first one, that first movie, the, or the intro of that movie was fantastic with uh, yes. um, Scorpion and and um, Sub Zero. That was awesome, and then it just it was like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I, I've only seen it once. I don't Ooh. like. I didn't, I'm not saying it's my favorite movie, but I think I had a I had a fun time. While watching it, listen. I'm look. I'm on IMDb right now, and I'm already going to tell you right now. I'm going to automatically like the second one because it's rumored that Joel McHale is going to play Johnny Cage, and I love Joel McHale from Community. So yeah, I See? will. I will defend that one because I legit love Joel McHale in anything he does. We'll so, see, but Diego, you're back in here to defend it. As soon as that comes out, you're, you're coming on to defend that shit. <laughs> I liked it. I had a fun time with it. I was listening to it, to your guys'. It wasn't even, it was, I think it was the one you had with Gavin on or something. And I'm like, uh-huh. no, nah, man, this is some, I mean, not slander, because a lot of what you say was true, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I had a fun time with it. So no, that'll, that, that, that'll be good. Because I thought I was going to be the one defended this tonight, and I think it's three across the board. It was all mm-hmm. it was all the same with Force Awakens. So. <laughs> all, all right, right. I'll, I'll put a poll up there for DC movies and see what we get. All right, sounds good. And uh, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you, Diego. Appreciate it. Oh, Appreciate sure, you, buddy. Man. Thanks. Yeah, thanks guys for having me. This is great. I definitely. Yeah, I'll come back and defend Mortal Kombat. All right, you know, beautiful. So. Yeah. All right. And thank you, Ben. And thank you you everybody for listening and fuck me up to the moon. Fuck me up to the moon. (laughs) All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks guys. Bye.